What's up, y'all? We back for another episode. So uh, I had an episode planned out that uh, was actually scheduled to go out uh, a couple of days ago. And uh, it was about this whole Kyler Murray contract thing. And uh, I was I was talking a, a whole lot of, you know, just the implications that it means for not only him, but how it could possibly apply to black quarterbacks. And I went on this whole diatribe about black quarterbacks and just a whole bunch of stuff. But Earlier today, uh, they ended up uh, making that, uh, getting rid of that addendum to his contract. So that's no longer necessary. They thought that it would be too much of a distraction. I mean, I guess they were somewhat right. But if they felt the need to put it in there, then, you know, it makes you wonder what Kyler's uh, preparation habits are. And another thing that I did mention on that episode that I will bring back, uh, what I find hilarious about it is, you know, contracts and negotiations, like, you know, there's things that are, you know, negotiated in the contract. Everything essentially is negotiated in the contract. Uh, so for them to get to that number of four, you got to imagine that they wanted a higher number. And then you would have to imagine that Kyler's, you know, agents or whatever were on their end, just like, nah, this. And just imagine arguing with your <laughs> employer of how much extra work you're gonna now granted you know it is extra work but it is in the world of sports it's essential uh and i mean you know it's kind of different you don't have a nine to five you have a salary so i mean we just kind of think about it of you know you get paid to play but you know obviously you get paid to do the things that go into that so if that takes you like a 10 12 13 14 15 hour day then that just is what it is but i just find it funny that like hey all right well we settled with four well we wanted 10 he said two we met in the middle. Well, middle-ish. Uh, I just thought that was funny, but uh, that was a whole thing. And the thing about it, which, I mean, it's no longer relevant now, so that's why I'm pulling that episode. But uh, the fact that Kyler was, if he did not meet that requirement of the four hours of independent film study, his guaranteed money could have been defaulted, meaning, like, he could have within the first two, three weeks of not met his quote unquote requirement of the four hours and the guarantee money for the years going forward, the Cardinals could have like been well within their rights to be like, yeah, we're not paying you that. Uh, so I just think that's, you know, I think that's interesting. But then I started thinking, you know, what other interesting contract addendums could there be in the world of sports or should there have been in the world, world of sports? And, you know, Maybe they would have helped because, you know, the the narrative is and he actually did an interview a couple of years ago, pretty much saying like he just kind of reads it. Uh, he doesn't really go out there and uh, do all this extra preparation. He believes he's been gifted with a God given ability to you know kind of adapt and see things as they're happening. So he doesn't feel the need to be as um, prepared. Uh, so, you know, I can understand. And then obviously the Cardinals know what they see on the daily basis. So if they felt the need that he needed a little bit more then you know, I, I you know, who are you to argue that? Um, but and then Kyler, before I get into what I wanted to talk about, Kyler did do a lot of um, bitching today about how it was you no know, disrespectful to him. And it's a joke and yada, yada. But at the end of the day, Kyler, you signed. You could have negotiated that like, yeah, no, that's a deal breaker for me. We're not doing this. Take that shit out my contract. But at the end of the day, he wanted that guaranteed 160, 150, whatever it is, uh, which is actually less. But anyway, he wanted that guaranteed money. He wanted that contract. He wanted that security. So he did what he did and signed it. Um, but luckily for him, I guess they, they decided to 
remove that. But, you know, the conversation's still there, still to be had. And whenever he has a bad game, this is always going to be brought up. Oh, well, did Kyler uh, get enough uh, studying? Did he did he watch enough film this week? Yada, yada. So, I mean, even though it's not going to be affecting him contractually, the narrative has already been built. So it's on him to kind of fix that. But it had me think about some contracts in the world of sports and certain addendums that could be added. And, uh, you know, shooting from the hip today. So, you know, I, I got I got a couple. I got a couple that would have been interesting. Uh, for example, um, the Lakers definitely should have had in Shaq's contract that he has to make 200 free throws a, a practice. 200 free throws after every practice. 200 free throws. I would hope that he already has his own type of free throw regimen, and I would certainly hope that it's way more than 200. Now, 200 is a pretty high number. Like, I mean, I'm no basketball player by any means. And, you know, I've tried to, like, do, like, a whole, like, 10, 10, 15, 20 uh, free throw workout before. Now, I was, I, was, I was there for a minute. I was there for a minute. But I am not an NBA player. So, you know, I kind of give myself that out. Shaq, it would have been really, really, really great, not only for the team's success, but for his own individual success, if he was a much better free throw shooter. Now, granted, because of his size and his hands and all that stuff, like, you know, there's just natural difficulties that they say that big men have. But then again, I mean, Dirk Nowitzki was seven foot, but different type of player, whatever, whatever. Um, but, you know, I mean, Joel Embiid, he's a solid free throw shooter for his size. But for whatever reason, Shaq just couldn't get that down. I would have loved for the Lakers to have added that addendum to his contract. Shaq, 200 free throws. You ha you cannot leave this facility unless you get 200 free. And now, granted, everything I say here, these guys would never sign, and they shouldn't sign. That's the whole reason for the CBA and uh, agents, and you know they obviously they would negotiate not to have these things. But if they were able to get that through, even though it's been removed for Kyler, I would have loved for them to have tried because we're in a more progressive. Uh, era i'm gonna talk about that one day we're in a more progressive time period uh so you know there's a lot more player uh empowerment back in the day it was just kind of you know i would consider the early 2000s quote unquote back in the day and I, I would think that you know owners and management had a little bit more you know leverage and could have tried to do things like this and who knows maybe they did and they just weren't spoke about i mean we don't have as much news as we do these days but that's something that definitely 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 i believe could have been or should have been in Shaq's contract uh, another one for Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, I think they should, ha and and in my in these whole narratives, I think if you don't get this done, you we default your guaranteed money, or we have the option to default your guaranteed money. Like if you raise the stakes that high, I think I I, I think that these players will do that. Now, obviously, like, you know, negotiate it out. But if it's in there, it's in there. So the Cardinals did, again, did Kyler a great favor by not holding him to that. But then again, I would certainly hope my starting quarterback is getting four hours of film on his own. But anyway, Ben Simmons should attempt 82 threes a season. We didn't say he got to make them. He has to attempt 82 threes a season. That's one a game. Originally, I was going to say he needs to attempt one three a game. But you know what? I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. But you will attempt 82 a season or we have the option to default your contract. Now, you could space that out. And like I said, that's one a game. Hey, maybe it's not there one night. Maybe, you know, whatever, yada, yada, yada. I don't get yeah, Ben Simmons. I don't give a fuck if that shit hits the side of the backboard. I don't give a shit if that shit fucking airballs. I don't give I don't care about none of that shit. It has to start going up. And the best way for that to happen is if they basically mandate this nigga to do that and that's something that i kind of wish they did with lonzo ball uh with the lakers his first year his first couple of years i wish that they would have like you are not leaving this court 
unless you attempt 15 shots or well maybe 15 was a lot for him as a rookie but 10 to 12 shots just attempting those shots is going to open up so many things for the overall offense and obviously i think that's something that would definitely happen with ben and he's gonna be open he's gonna be damn near wide open for any three he ever wants to take so it's it's unacceptable it is unacceptable for you to get one up a game but fine fuck it we'll make it 82 oh well what if he's not healthy what if he doesn't play all 82 games you better have some games where you shoot eight of them bitches because you better get 82 goddamn threes in the, up in the season. Otherwise, <laughs> your money is mine. I, the, hey, I, 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 this is just, you know, all ifs. All, this is all my dream world. Another one that I thought about, this wouldn't be contractually with the team. This is something that should be done with the family. But I think Tom Brady, I think his family, Giselle, whoever, I guess Giselle should tax him or fine him for every rushing yard he has this upcoming season. So yeah, Tom, like, hey, we need these three yards. We need you to go get it. Hey, look, they're they're dropping back in the coverage. You can easily get it. And obviously, Tom Brady's gonna do what Tom Brady does. He has enough money that he should do it. But Tom, you are forty five years old playing football. You are forty five years old playing against guys that could literally be your sons. You have played against guys fathers and you've played against their sons it's getting ridiculous you're an old white man you have never been known as an athlete and you are put in and then selfishly i love it not because like i don't want to see I, i've said before i don't want to see tom brady get hurt uh, selfishly i just love seeing this extended greatness and this is real greatness not like lebron so i i love it but lebron or but tom tom it's getting crazy it's getting crazy that his his family should find him well five thousand dollars per rushing yard to de-incentivize this nigga from even thinking from even thinking he should take a yard and i remember there was like two or three games last year where like he ran a little bit like i think it was even in the playoff game maybe against the rams he like ran for a first down i'm like tom if you don't get your ass down i do not want to see you be carted off this field that is the last thing i want to see i do not want to see his career end this way and every snap he takes you know giselle's just up there just like bro what the fuck you told me you were gonna be done playing six years ago and this nigga's still out here being great. Again, as a fan, I love it. But if that was, you know, a close relative of mine, I, I'm thinking about the next 30, 40, 50 years. So, Tom, yeah, please don't get hurt, Tom. Please don't get hurt. Another thing, another thing that they should uh, be able to, going back to the defaulting of contracts. Anthony Davis, you are required to play in 70 games. If you do not play in at least 70 games, we have the option to default your contract. Now, something that I really think that they should consider doing in the NBA, because uh, obviously the defaulting wouldn't be realistic, especially with, you know, the progressiveness of the CBA. But I really think that they should pay guys like this is your salary. This is what you will make if you play in all the games. If not, it should be prorated out. If you're missing all these games, like, cool. Like, all right, fine. Now, if it's for injury, whatever. But uh, um, this fucking low management shit. Hey, you can take all the PTO days you want to. You're not getting paid. It's not PTO. It's just T.O. It's just T.O. So I, I, that's something that for the NBA, I think they should do. Anthony Davis, you like, bro, bro, they're guaranteeing you way too much money. The expectations are way too high. Now, me as a, you know, new Laker hater until they get rid of that cancer, then, yeah, uh, I'm fine with you missing games. But if I was paying you, I would love to see you not on the sideline yucking it up as if you one of them guys, as if you him, as if you solidified and done everything you need to do in your career. Nigga, you got one chip, kind of. Most of us don't acknowledge that shit. Come on now. This nigga just acting like he just 
He he act like he a top seventy five. He act like he he's the second coming of all the Lakers great bigs. So yeah, nah, you you gotta play in seventy games, or we have the option to default that motherfucking contract. Another one, which I believe is already is actually a real thing. Now, obviously, not defaulting in the contract, um, but Zion, Zion, you got to be within like what six percent body fat, or or maybe that maybe that's too low, uh, eight nine percent body fat. Like there there has to be some type of weight thing, and I th- I'm pretty sure there actually is. They do have something like that in effect for him, but the fines aren't enough. I'm sure it's like a five thousand dollar fine or something. Like that. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. It needs to be something substantial. Zion, and the only reason we are doing this, Zion, is because we want to see you play. We want to see you play. So, Zion, they should be able to default your contract if you don't meet certain weight requirements. Uh, Another one, the last one that I have right now, is kind of going back into the whole Anthony Davis thing. But any NBA player that doesn't play two-thirds of the season and then has the audacity... To ask for a trade? Nah, we should be able to default that. Like, oh, okay, hey, you, right, you know, fuck, hey, you're a free agent. Do what the fuck you want to do. Do what the fuck you want to do. Now, you might be like, oh, well, won't that cause problems? Won't guys, like, be able to, like, do whatever they want to do and go everywhere and all this shit? Yes and no, because the salary cap is still in effect. So, like, we'll use Kevin Durant, for example. Kevin Durant, he missed a lot of time, and now he's requesting a trade. The Nets should be able to be like, hey, you know what? Now, obviously, I can understand why they wouldn't want to do that because, you know, he's a top player. He's a box office attraction, yada, yada, yada. But the Nets should be able to say, you know what? Fuck you, Kevin Durant. Do what you want to do. They get all that cap space, but he's now looking for a job. It won't be hard for him to find a job, but it's not like he can just go sign with Golden State outright unless he's willing to accept, like, the vet minimum. He can't just sign with the Lakers or the Celtics or the Heat or the Suns because they don't have the cap space for it. So they would still need to make moves unless these guys all of a sudden become willing to play for the vet minimum or well, well, well under their market value. Uh, So, you know, maybe I can think it through a little bit more. But if you don't play, if you don't play in two thirds of the games and then have the audacity to ask for a trade, the team should be able to cut back with you. Team should be able to say, you know what, fuck you. Fuck you. Do what you want to do. I don't care. I don't care. Figure it out. Figure it out. Hey, we we were obligated to pay you hundreds of millions of dollars over the next couple of years, but you don't want to be here and you don't play in games? Fuck you. Fuck you. Go go somewhere. Go somewhere. We'll take our cap space. We'll take that. I mean, that's, you know, that's just what I think about the situation. Uh, so, yeah, those are just a couple of things I thought about that, you know, some contracts, uh, that, uh, some addendums that you could add to contracts that were interesting, kind of sparked with the, from this whole Kyler Murray situation. Um, if any others come to your mind, please feel free to hit me up. I would love to, you know, hear about them. Uh, maybe I'll do a, you know, part two of this and discuss those. Um, now, I do have, uh, I, I'm, I've been bullshitting this week, guys. Got a couple of episodes that are going to be on the way. Um, there's going to be a lot more content. I know I said this last time, but um, I'm serious this time. I have one episode that's pretty long. Uh, damn near two hours that I did with Nate, um, getting that one edited and um, actually hoping that that one's going to be up before you hear this one. But if not, then it's after this one. You'll know because you'll see in the thread. Then I'm also going to be doing my monthly music episode. I'm very, very excited to get into uh, some music talk this month. And um, I am recording this right now about 38 minutes before Beyonce's album drops. But am I going to be listening to Beyonce's album at 11 o'clock? Fuck no. K-Camp's dropping. The fuck? Fuck, I look like listening to Beyonce when K-Camp drops. Hey, Beyonce, honestly, it's a bold move, her dropping the same day as K-Camp, but, you know, that's just me. Uh, but be looking out for that episode. Uh, I have some thoughts about that episode. I may have to do a uh, part one and part two of that. 
Um, I may um, I may have to do a part exclusively on Spotify because um, most of y'all are you know sheep and have iPhones and y'all are too good to download the Spotify app. But I appreciate you for listening on Apple or any other platform that you're listening to. Um, but uh, since I know that less people listen on Spotify, it kind of allows me to um, be a bit more loose. So um, I may. I may say things on that one that I'm fine with saying and getting out there, but you're going to have to work for it if you want to hear it. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. But uh, there might be a part one and part two to that music episode. I got a lot, a lot, a lot to say about one of the songs. And if you know me, you already know exactly what song I'm talking about. So uh, hopefully we'll catch you over on Spotify. <laughs>